ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಗುರುರ್ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಗುರುರ್ವಿಷ್ಣು ಗುರುರ್ದೇವೋ ಮಹೇಶ್ವರ ಗುರು ಸಾಕ್ಷಾತ್ ಪರಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ಅವರ್ ಅಪ್ರೋಚ್ ಈಸ್ ಟು ರೂಲ್ ಔಟ್ ಎನಿ ಪಾಸಿಬಿಲಿಟಿ ದಟ್ ಅದರ್ ದ್ಯಾನ್ ದ ಕಾನ್ಶಿಯಸ್ ಬ್ಲಿಸ್ಫುಲ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಎವ್ರಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಎಲ್ಸ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ ನಥಿಂಗ್ ಈಸ್ apart from independent of and other than the conscious blissful existence this is the theme of the second chapter therefore what are all the things that we are involved in life they are taken here one by one and we sorted it out like in the 31st mantra chinmatrat nastidikpalaha chinmatrat vyavaharikam ಜಿನ್ಮಾತ್ರಾತ್ ಪರಮಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಜಿನ್ಮಾತ್ರಾತ್ ನಾಸ್ತಿ ಕೋಪಿಸ್ ವರ್ಡ್ ಮಾತ್ರ ಇಫ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಕ್ಲಿಯರ್ಲಿ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟುಡ್ ಮೇನಿ ಪ್ರಾಬ್ಲಮ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಡಿಸಾಲ್ವ್ಡ್ ಮಾತ್ರ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಲೈಕ್ ವಿನ್ ವಿ ರೈಟ್ ದ ಚೆಕ್ ಒನ್ ಥೌಸಂಡ್ ರುಪೀಸ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಮಾತ್ರ ನಾಟ್ ಮೋರ್ ನಾಟ್ ಲೆಸ್ ಎಕ್ಸಾಕ್ಟ್ ಅಮೌಂಟ್ Similarly, the five great elements, their tan matra, matra means no variation. So, shabda, sound means only sound. But what happens, we add something special to that common sound. Then out of the shabda, the words are born. Then the words are given the meaning. then there is relationship established between the words and then knowledge happens whether understanding or misunderstanding so this is how out of the tanmatra shabda the sound so many things come out and samsara begins like when we hear the sounds of the birds or the animals we do not have any specific meaning attached to those sounds and therefore they do not create problem for us therefore the idea is to start from the spatial status and withdraw or dissolve in the non specific experience this is the main approach so chinmatra atnasti dikpalaha dikpala means in our scriptures everything is existing in three levels something is adi bhautik the second is adi daivik and the third is adhyatmik the same thing at three levels for example the world that we experience is adi bhautik the experiences are gathered through the sense organs and the mind and the intellect that is adi daivik and the one who is going through the good or bad experiences is the adhyatmik three levels now this is a common factor anything you take in this world for example the sun the sun that is hanging in the sky like a bulb that is the adi bhautik sun and this adi bhautik sun is seen by the adi bhautik eyes the structural eye is adi bhautik and the sun which is hanging in the sky is adi bhautik then the sun because of whom kunti mata was blessed with a child called as the karna that sun is the adi daivik sun deva jyotanat deva the principle of knowledge deva the principle of light so adi bhautik sun is hanging in the sky adi daivik sun is the one because of whom so many things have happened then the third is adhyatmik sun 
Now that fiction is because of whose grace we have the vision in our eyes. See, in this manner, when we are able to understand Adi Bhautik, Adi Daivik and Adhyatmik, Adhyatmik will be the third, who is seeing through the eyes. So the structural eye, the functional eye and the experiencer through the eye. In this manner, these quarters, the north, east, west, south, the four corners, now these quarters, they are called the directions, Dikpalaha. So they are protected by the respective presiding deities. If you go to the towns or villages all around the country, they have got the Grama Devata. And that Grama Devata is none other than the Dikpala. So whenever they are doing anything, they have to do the puja of the, the, the Grama Devata. And it is somewhere in one corner or the boundary of the village and there every year some kind of functions are, are conducted. So here it is said, Chinmatradnastidikpalaha. So the whole world is protected by this conscious blissful existence and Chinmatrad Paramam Brahma and this Chinmatra is nothing but the absolute Brahman, the reality. These are the three words used. In Vedanta they use the word Brahman. In the Yoga Shastra they use the word Paramatma. And in the devotion they use the word Bhagavan. Words are different. Meaning is one and the same. So Chinmatrat Nasti Paramam Brahma. Chinmatrat Nasti Kopi. There is none or there is nothing other than these pure conscious existence. Upanishad says, Yato vacho nivartante aprapya manasasa. Where from the speech and the mind come back. Meaning, this reality doesn't fall in the purview of any instrument of knowledge. It is trans instrument of knowledge. Now when it is said, we simply read it and try to make concept out of it. But instead of that, if you apply this statement, that the truth is beyond the speech and the mind, etc. So what will be the spiritual practice? Two ways. Whatever is included as indicated by the words of the speech, drop it. Second thing, withdraw the speech. No more talking about the world. No more worrying about the life. So we thus drop the speech. Then the assertive aspect. This is called a nishedhatmak. Now vidhi. Vidhi means assertion. So what is that which does not involve or require the means of knowledge to establish then we come to this point that our being does not involve any means of knowledge. So that experience which does not involve any means of knowledge and that experience, where experiencer is not born, that experience, where from the objectivity is removed, Chinmatrat Nasti Kopi. When the objective world is dropped, 
there is no loss. The sense organs are still intact. If the sense in organs are closed, there is no loss. The mind is still there. When the mind is enfolded, there is no loss. The illuminator of the absence of the mind is still there. When we study this extremely subjective, the mind comes to a halt. It is like when you look at the open sky without a single cloud or anything. Look at the sky. What will happen? Our vision will disappear. So there will be seeing, but there will be nothing to see. And therefore, seer will not be born. This is one of the techniques. Further, we don't have to go anywhere. In your own room, in your own house, give it a try. Sit wherever you want. Switch off all the lights, not a speck of light inside the room. And keep your eyes open. And recognize what is this experience. Then we will come to know because it is dark, eyes cannot see. Because there is nothing to see, seer is not born. But because the eyes are open, the seeing is happening. So what is the total experience? Seeing without the birth of the seen and the seer. The world is nothing but these two principles, Nama Rupa. The words and the forms. So either make silence as the object of experience or the darkness as the object of experience. Then what is read here, Chinmatrat Nasti Kopi, this will not remain only printed in the book. Then it will become our experience. Otherwise, logic, argument, discussions, and there is no end to it. And this silence is a pregnant silence. The silence is full of being. The silence that we experience in the deep sleep is a barren silence. It's an experience of absence. But in this, it is not an experience of absence. It is being. Chinmatrat nasti kopi. There is nothing else, nothing other than this conscious blissful existence. Once we get a glimpses of it, it is said, I do not know, that once the tiger tastes the blood of a human being, he doesn't like to go and kill the goats and the cows. I don't know what is the greatness in the human blood. This is what they say. In the same manner, 
when we have the glimpses of this, our withdrawal from the world is natural. And that withdrawal is not born out of frustration, but out of wisdom and understanding. See? So, Chinmatrat Paramam Brahma, Chinmatrat Nasti Kupihi, Chinmatrat Nasti Mayacha, Chinmatrat Nasti Pujanam, Chinmatrat Nasti Mantavyam. Chinmatran nasti satyakam. So, Chinmatran nasti mayacha. Now, this word maya, if it is properly understood, then this will become very easy. Maya means what? Maya means anything which is measured in measurements. Ma is measurements. From that only, the um, char mahanagroka tap man ma is a measurement. So all the experience that we gather through our sense organs, mind and intellect, they are measured experiences. They are not complete. For example, through our eyes, we can see only the spectrum between the violet and the red. So the vibgyor spectrum of light waves, that alone is perceived through the eyes. But there are light waves beyond this also. Like X-rays, gamma rays, beta rays, whatever, Satyajit rays, so many rays. Now these rays which we are seeing with our eyes are only limited. And if we insist, whatever I see with my eyes, that alone I accept. What I cannot see with my eyes, I don't accept. Then we have come under the influence of Maya. Now multiply this experience, this experiment. Whatever is heard by me, by my ears, that alone I believe. If I cannot hear, it doesn't exist. Once somebody gave me, when I was in Lonaula, there used to be too many rats. So they used to eat the books and all that. So one person gave me one small little electric uh, gadget. He said, you fix it in this area and it will make noise. Then the rats will not come. But I said, I have to stay in this house. No, 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 you will not hear. Only rats will hear. I said, what is the technique? Tell me. Then he gave me the pamphlet. And in that pamphlet it was shown that the decibels which are audible to the human ears and the decibels which are audible to the rat ears, they are different. So that particular gadget was producing the sound waves which were not audible to the human ears, but they were a great noise, threatening noise for the rats. So when that is switched on, the rats will run away, but I will continue to be. That day I understood this principle of Maya. But normally what happens? Unless I hear myself, I don't believe. And out of this foolishness, this Maya, these questions come. Have you seen God? That means... If it cannot be an object of eyes, the God doesn't exist. See? Therefore, Maya is Chinmatrat Nasti Mayacha. Without this conscious principle, even these experiences of limitations are not possible. Therefore, what is to be done? Go beyond the Maya. Going beyond the Maya is drop all your means of knowledge and then we will come to know, be very attentive. Then we come to know absolute conscious blissful existence, Satyam Jnana Manantam Brahma expresses through the Prakriti. 
this prakriti is called as prakriti in yoga shastra or sankhya it is called as shakti in the shakta or the shaiva it is called as radha in the vaishnava it is called as maya in the vedanta it is called as avyakta in the vedanta shastra it is one and the same names are different and examples are given like the burning ability of the fire is the potentiality of the fire and therefore the burning ability doesn't burn the fire but this burning ability cannot exist independent of fire see now apply this, uh, this example the sweetness of the sugar does not create diabetes for the sugar cane the venom of the cobra doesn't kill the cobra because of the poisoning they apply the same principle so this maya is dependent on the absolute reality and therefore it appears to be separate but it is not separate bhagwan shankaracharya in vivek chudamani discusses this at great length avyakta namni paramesha shakti it is called as the infinite potentiality of the paramatma called as avyakta or maya and karyanumeya and it is inferred from the effects this is one very important principle we have to learn to go deeper in our personality the cause is always established with reference to the effects if there is no effect cause cannot be established and all what we experience is only the effects not the cause when we go to the doctor what do we tell the doctor the effects these are the symptoms the symptoms are the effects now from these effects the doctor infers the cause see exactly the same manner here chinmatratnasti mayacha therefore other than this conscious blissful self there is nothing like maya and therefore those who are holding on to this reality maya cannot touch them this is what bhagwan krishna says in seventh chapter daivi hesha gunamayi mama maya duratteya mam evaye prapadyante mayam etam tarantite my divine maya is gunamayi gunamayi has got a pun trigunatmika or guna also means a binding force is a rope is also called as guna so my maya is guna mai will it will bind us in the relative world then what is to be done mam evaye prapadyante those who are holding on to me and me alone they alone can go beyond the maya like so many examples you can see in the world there was a rich man and he had a dog which was protecting him so one thief was a great smart guy so he used to go to that area and every time the dog barks he will give him some piece of meat in a few days time the dog came to know he is a regular visitor and earlier he was barking now he started wagging his tail and once this dog was conquered then he can come and do everything this is one way the second way you go to the man and when the dog come the man tells the dog keep quiet and the dog keeps quiet mam eva ye prapadyante maya metam tarantite in this manner this chinmatra nasti maya cha chinmatra nasti poojanam 
the real puja is you come back to yourself. The real salutation is when we disappear. It is not a mechanical one. Like the waves salute the ocean. The net result is waves disappear. In the disappearance of the waves is the fulfillment of the waves. Exactly the same way. When we salute to the Lord, we must disappear. And in the disappearance, we, we merge in the Absolute. This merging in the Absolute is called as the real Puja. All external things that we do in the Upasana, you go and ring the bell and give Chappan Bhog. You know the words that we use, they are so subtle if you enjoy them, then there is a great joy in life. Bhagwan ko naivedya dikha dena, khilana mat. Khayenge to? Problem. Bhog dikha dena. So, Puja is the one wherein we merge in the pure conscious existence. So, Chinmatrat Nasti Pujanam, Chinmatrat Nasti Mantavyam, another thing. Those who have got the sanskara of Vedanta, they know the Antaranga Sadhana is Shravan Manan Nididhyasana. And everybody tells us, Atma Chintan Karo, but what is Atma Chintan? Nobody tells. One lady asked me this question, a Jain lady. He said, I was staying with them, that you people tell Atma Chintan and our Munis also tell Atma Chintan, but what is Atma Chintan? Nobody tells. So I said, if we tell you, then our market will go. So we don't tell. No, 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 there must be something, please tell. What is the what is the um, Atma Chintan? I said, it's very simple. Suspension of Anatma Chintan is Atma Chintan. Now apply, anywhere you can apply this principle. You are so many of you. If I want to experience the space, what I have to do? All that which is causing differences is totally being indifferent to. Be indifferent to all that which is causing differences. Naturally, the undifferentiated space is recognized. Similarly, all that which is causing differences are the sounds. Remain indifferent to all the sounds. What will happen? We will go beyond the ears. Because ears can hear only the sounds. But when we remain totally indifferent to the sounds, we have gone beyond the ear, meaning we have reached the mind. No efforts. Then, Atma Chintan. Whenever we think, every thought has got two things. It has a reference point to begin the journey of the thought. A reference point is always somebody. And this somebody 
has something to think about. Now, what is Atma Chintan? Atma Chintan will be stop entertaining any thought. Meaning, remain indifferent to every thought. When this is practiced consciously, we go beyond the mind. Going beyond the mind is merging in the Absolute Self. Chinmatrat nasti mantavyam. Nothing to contemplate upon. Nothing. Just be. This has to be our regular practice everywhere you can practice this. Wherever you are. Among the people, other people are watching the TV in your house. You see, they don't have to run anywhere. Start your experiment. The TV thing is going on. You are looking, but you are not watching. You are hearing, but you are not listening. Chinmatra nasti mantavyam. Nothing to think about. It's beyond thoughts. That is our essential nature. Then Chinmatra nasti nasti satyakam. There is nothing like the truth other than the conscious reality. Satyam jnana malantam brahma. Knowledge can never be absent and existence can never be inert. Two principles. Ignorance means incompleteness in knowledge. There is no absence of knowledge possible. If we say knowledge is absent, then it is non-existent. If it is non-existent, then how can it be there? And therefore, who will know the non-existent knowledge? Everything has to be known. Even the ignorance has to be known. And therefore, these Satyam and the Jnanam, they are not two. So, Chinmatra, Nasti, Satyam, now you see, every experience in the world has a sequence. This is a book, first step. I know this is a book, second step. I am not the book, third step. But our experience of being, is this experience in a sequence? I am, step number one. I know. Step number two. No. Our experiences simultaneously. Even to say the experience of being is also a wrong thing. Because experience and being are not two. See? Therefore, Chinmatrat Nasti Satyakam. Chinmatrat Nasti Koshadi. The Pancha Koshas. See, I'll tell you in a short way how to catch these points. Absolute reality is referred as Sat. This absolute reality, the Sat, 
has got its own infinite potentiality. That potentiality is called a chit. And the expansion of this chit potentiality is called as ananda or ananta. Now this expression of this ananda or ananta is three uh, is through three channels. And the three channels are called as desires. The Icha Shakti, the Jnana Shakti and the Kriya Shakti. So find out how many things are there. Sat is one. Is potentiality Chit. Expansion of the potentiality Ananda. And manifestation of this Ananda is through desire, knowledge and action. This is all. So here, when we are told, Chinmatra Adnati Koshadi. So what is the Kosha that we are always holding on to? The Annamaya Kosha. Now this Annamaya Kosha is supported by the Pranamaya Kosha. And the Pranamaya Kosha is supported by the Manomaya Kosha. So first, Janati, first we know something. Then ichati, then we desire. And then karoti, then we act. So this knowledge expresses as desire, desire expresses as action. Therefore the action is nothing but the knowledge. In matra nasti. This is the technique used by the telemarketing people. They first of all give you knowledge. This is the latest fashion. Buy one and take half a dozen free because nobody is buying them. And this is such a funny temptation. I don't know how these people. The other day I was in uh, some other country and I casually I asked. I said, hey, have you come recently to this country? Maybe few months or a year? Swamiji, what made you say like this? I said, I am wrong. If I am wrong, I am okay. Just ask casually. No, you are right. But how could you see this? I said, because I am seeing on the table, all those free coupons are piled up and kept in a proper way. Whenever the people go from here to this country, there is a lot of junk mail. And there are so many freebies in there. If you buy this thing, this get free. This, they, these people are having only that business. Kya kya free mil and those who are all the time living there, they don't care also for that. See? So knowledge and then desire. Therefore, Chinmatrat Nasti Koshadi, in this manner, manner, the same absolute conscious existence expresses with its potentiality called as the Kundalini Shakti and the expression is called as Chetana, the life and the life expresses as the common mind because of which the life is maintained and the common mind gets identified with the specific body then the individuality is uh, created and this individuality starts leading the life. Go back. From the possessions and the relations come to the common mind. That is the Chetana. From the Chetana come to the, the Kundalini Shakti, the infinite potentiality of the Lord. How do we do that? Surrender through devotion. Devotion is a technique by which we go beyond intellect. Intellect is the hurdle wherein Questions and arguments are abundantly available. For every small little thing, there is a logic. No logic. Today, one uh, Chinese girl sent me one uh, poster she made. Swamiji, I uh, attended your retreat and I like this thing. So I made this poster myself. I am sending it to you. Please see if it is okay or not. So the poster was... The sun shines for no reason. The rivers flow for no reason. The flowers give fragrance for no reason. 
so also we should be happy for no reason. How beautiful it is. But when somebody is happy, we ask a question. Are Gupta ji, what is wrong with you? You are happy? When somebody is miserable, we don't ask this question. It's a routine. It is Thai bhav. See, friends, to go beyond this obstacle of logic and cause and effect, the only way is surrender to the divine will. One day, who asked me this question, Swamiji, how to fulfill our desires? I said, it's a very simple technique. You should desire only that, what God will desire. But how do we know what God desires? You don't have to know anything. It will happen automatically. Whatever has to happen is going to happen. You cannot change anything. Only thing, you can prepare yourself. And the preparation is being happy. No other preparation. Therefore, it is said, Chinmatra nasti koshadi, Chinmatra nasti vayavasu, Chinmatra nasti maunam cha. Now we take maunam. Vasuidashta vasus, then maunam. <laughs> Mauna is normally mistaken by most of us as the discipline of speech, but it is not. In the first chapter, if you remember, we have studied what is the meaning of maunam. <coughs> and if this maunam is correctly understood, then we will be having a different approach to the spiritual path. Maunam is not, um, not talking to others. Maunam is when we are able to keep our mind quiet. Let the speech talk. The mind should be quiet. And when the mind is quiet, then the speech will automatically become quiet. And therefore, Mauna is the discipline of mind. Like Bhagavan Sri Krishna says that Manaprasada Saumyatvam Maunam Atma Vinigraha so, Manaprasada, if you are at peace and perfectly happy all the time, you are practicing Maunam. When you are disturbed, you cannot keep quiet. Therefore, those people who are extremely disturbed inside, they will keep on talking with somebody or the other. Every time I come via the other, Shivaji Park, you will see there on the parapet wall, all the oldies are sitting. They have got their own place. If somebody goes and sits there, and constantly talking, because inside it's a volcano. So you have to vomit it out. The real maunam begins when we practice this consciously. Stop talking to yourself. This experiment we did a number of times. Now do it right now. For next 30 seconds, don't talk to yourself. Although we are struggling, although we are talking to ourselves, but why not talk to ourselves? Why should not? All these things coming, never mind. But what is happening? You are not talking to others at least. Others are saved. Try. Because now our attention is on our own mind. If we can mind our mind, nobody is required to disturb us. So, Chinmatradnasi Maunamcha, Chinmatradnasi Amaunakam. Similarly, 
whether talking or not talking. Both of them are the expressions of the same conscious existence. Then what will happen? Let there be talking, but your mouth will not be broken. Let you be in dynamic activities, but your asana will be still. You may be thinking a lot, yet your samadhi will not be broken. Like, the water continues to be water. Let it be ocean. Let it be the clouds. Let it be the icebergs. Let it be the waves. All these things are there, but water never gets disturbed. Exactly the same way. When we come to this state, then alone we are practicing what is indicated here, chin nasti maunam cha, chin nasti amaunakam. In short, dvandvai vimukta sukadukka sandaihi, go beyond all the complementary opposites in your life. Go beyond. Normally what we get lost is, we get lost in, we don't like sounds. So let it be quietness. And then slowly, slowly, this quietness becomes so much that we are intolerant to even little bit of sound here and there. Both the things. If we are addicted to the sounds, we go for the disco. If we are addicted to the silence, we go for discourse. Go beyond them. Wherever you are, yatra yatra mano yati tatra tatra samadaya. And when can it happen? Deha vimane galite vidnyate paramatmani yatra yatra mano yati tatra tatra samadaya. So nothing in this world will ever disturb like the water is never disturbed by anything. Similarly, chinmatrat nasti vairagyam chinmatrat sarvam chinmatra evahi. Now we come to the next point, dispassion. All these points are the arrow marks. How we can practice our spiritual practice without creating a lot of barriers around us. Chinmatrat nasti vairagyam. Now what is the meaning of Vairagya? Let us understand step by step. First Vairagya is, Raga is involvement, attachment, liking. Opposite of the Raga is not involvement, not liking or disliking. But Vairagya means go beyond both, likes and dislikes. Vairagya. Vairagya also means dispassion. Similarly, a um, contemporary of the dispassion is also depression. In both the places, there is a withdrawal. A depressed person is withdrawn from the world. Let's go for a movie. What is there to see in the movie? You know, I don't know. Let's go for a walk. Oh, there are too many people there, I don't know. Understand, we are getting into depression. Depressions are standard expression of not interested in anything. The real dispassion is, you are fully involved. Kurvan neveha karamani jiji visheshatakam sama. Live dynamically, cheerfully, happily, fully, and yet you are out of it. See, friends, these principles you can learn when you go and move in the world. If you go to the standard old ashrams, you will see in the ashrams, the lives of all the inmates, whether they are swamis or they are the other seekers, their life is, it is so much in quarantine, totally support, uh, withdrawn. 
and everything is happening in the bell. At this particular time, food comes. At this particular time, the servant comes. At this particular time, the tea comes. And slowly, slowly, we are so much accustomed to that. Little bit here and there, things happen, we are gone. Therefore, never go to any ashram. You will get lost in that. And then, after some time, there will be lots of groups. Then inner circle, middle, like in the ring road. Inner ring road, outer ring road. And then there is a competition. Who is closer to the Mahatma? Who is distant to the Mahatma? I am not telling you out of imagination. I have seen it closely. And that is the only reason I don't allow anybody to hang around me. Because then the whole samsara begins. See, like I am invited somewhere, I am going. So, Maharajji will make all your arrangements. Uh, please tell, um, how many sevak will come with you? I said, nobody will come. You are my sevak. Because wherever the Mahatmas goes, they have got their whole paraphernalia, their kitchen goes with them, and then the big can of Ganga Jal. Without Ganga Jal, I don't take anything. Samsara. See, friends, that is why my approach to life is totally different. For me, you are all superior than we. I have got tremendous respect and reverence for all the Grahasthas. In spite of all your worldly problems, still find time for whatever time you can for the spiritual path. We are full-timers and yet you have got complaints. Who is superior? See friends, and then above all, we expect so many things. I went there, they did not respect. I got angry and I went. And what respect? Will the space become miserable in a commode and happy in a sanctum sanctorum? It makes no difference to the space. Whether it is a commode or it is a temple, it makes no difference. Untouched by holiness and unholiness. See, reading Bhagavad Gita is very easy. Manapa manayo prashantasya paramatma samahitaha. He who has transcended the limitations of honor and dishonor, he alone is merged in the paramatma. Giving lecture is the simplest thing. That's what we do. It has to be practiced. And therefore, these mantras, they are meant to be extremely subjective. Chinmatra nasti vairagyam. So what is vairagyam? Vairagyam is, we are not opposed to anything. And when you practice it, then you get glimpses of it, what exactly it means. I will give one or two examples. I was in one Bengali family's house in Assam. And... Um, that lady was coming for lecture regularly and uh, Swamiji come to her house for food. I said, hey, come, I'll come, no problem. So she prepared the food and uh, in a plate and got it for me. I was sitting on the dining table. And her son, very arrogant, he also got his plate and sat next to me. And he was having fish, chicken and everything. And the mother got so angry, frustrated. How many times I told you, Swami is vegetarian, why do you be, get out from here and all that? He said, I will not go out. Let the Swami go out. Now look at him. Now the son and the mother, Dharma Kshetri, Kuru Kshetri. Then I told, I said, Mama, don't scold him. He is right. This is his house, not my house. And he is not asking me to eat non-vegetarian because I am not asking him to eat vegetarian. So it's okay. Yeah. Similarly, some people smoke. 
and those who are um, not smoker, the moment they see somebody, they look upon the other disgusted. On the contrary, enjoy free smoking you are getting. <laughs> Filtered. Nicotine has gone there, the rest you have got here. <laughs> this passion is not reaction. It is like a buffer. Absorb everything. Don't get disturbed by anything. And to do this, one of the simplest rules, have minimum rules in your life. Don't have too many rules. We get rolled up in the rules. When you are in your own house, follow your, your rules 100%. When you are traveling, 50%. When you are in somebody else's house, 25%. And when you are with the Mahatmas, just do what they tell. Then only you can go beyond. Otherwise the same thing throughout life. And then out of that we develop a very strong personality, the strong eye. And what is that strong eye? Strong eye is we are vegetarians. We are not non-vegetarians. The moment they talk about non-vegetarians as if they are worse. They are not. Why we should speak ill about somebody else's food? And then these vegetarians also think themselves to be very superior. So we are vegans. Oh, oh. Don't get lost in that. This passion is we accept the world as it is. Protect ourselves from ourselves. Not from the world. Atmaiva Atmano Bandhu Atmaiva Ripura Atmana. See? Therefore, Chinmatra Adnaste Vairagyam. Like the space is dispassionate towards all the colors and all the forms. Therefore, space supports every form. The water is dispassionate towards every taste. You put salt, it absorbs. Put sugar, it absorbs. You put something bitter, it absorbs. That is dispassion. We don't have to become someone special. Give up all speciality status. Then alone, the real Vairagya is understood. I remember here only it happened, probably this floor or fifth floor. There was this Bhagavad Sapta going on and Chappan Bhog was kept. And one of the Swami was very close to me. He sent a message. After your satsang, please come. So I came. And I think this side was the Bhog or Chappan Bhog was kept. When I came, I kept my book like this. And without looking at the Chappan Bhog, I went and sat. So I said, you are not seeing Chapan Bhog? I said, no, I don't want to see. He said, why? I said, if you allow me to eat, I will see. And he said, okay, Swamiji, go and eat whatever you like. So I went and took nicely kachori, jalebi, two, three, four, five things. And all devotees were worried. How lucky he is. <laughs> Others are only looking at it. Are a bhog is for enjoy. See? No, I have got this passion. Observe ekadashi, and to make the ekadashi fulfilled, eat two times on the tenth day, dashmi, and take the revenge on dwadashi, and the total is more than the normal food. Don't get lost in all this. Vairagya, remain as you are, required to remain. They say, when you are in Rome, be like a Roman. When you are in America, wash dishes. The only way you can live happily in this world. So, yacha yavacha, chinmatra nasya vairagyam, 
సర్వం చిన్మాత్రమే వహి యచ్చ యావచ్చ చిన్మాత్రం యచ్చ యావచ్చ దృశ్యతే సో వాట్ ఎవర్ వాట్ ఎవర్ ఇస్ సీన్ వేర్ ఎవర్ వేర్ ఎవర్ సీన్ ఎవ్రీథింగ్ ఈస్ ప్యూర్ కాన్షియస్నెస్ అలోన్ నథింగ్ ఎల్స్ హియర్ ది భావన ఈజ్ దేర్ టూ స్టేజెస్ ఫస్ట్ వీ హ్యావ్ సీన్ త్రూ దిస్ మంత్రాస్ దెన్ వీ ఆర్ నన్ అదర్ దాన్ ద ప్యూర్ కాన్షియస్నెస్ దట్ ఈస్ కాల్డ్ యాజ్ ద త్వం పద శోధనం ఇన్ ద తత్వమసి మహావాక్య then all that is experience in this world is also nothing but the same reality that is the tatpada shodhanam so in the tvampada shodhanam is the purification of wrong notions and come to discover your divine self and tatpada shodhanam is dissolve yourself by changing the vision that whatever comes in our life is none other than the divine principle whatever it may be see so the second part is the path of devotion first part is the part of vedanta when these two things come together then only tatvamasi mahavakya meaning happens otherwise we will only get lost only in ghatakash matakash phatakash and will not come out of that therefore యచ్చ యావచ్చ చిన్మాత్రం యచ్చ యావచ్చ దృశ్యతే యచ్చ యావచ్చ దూరస్థం యత్ సర్వం చిన్మాత్రమేవ యచ్చ యావచ్చ భూతాతి యచ్చ యావచ్చ లక్ష్యతేక్ట్స్ థింగ్స్ బీయింగ్స్ ఎక్స్పీరియన్సెస్ ఎవ్రీథింగ్ ఈజ్ నథింగ్ బట్ దిస్ కాన్షియస్ ప్రిన్సిపల్ this experience how i got to understand this clearly an experience once i was somewhere in australia and we, we went to cairns from the uh, seashore about 5 4 kilometers inside the sea we had to go by a boat huge boat and then they stopped in one place then they gave us clothes to put on different type of funny clothes with the fans to the feet and with the breathing gadget um, on the head and we got into the water and you have to float on the waters so that you can see the corals beautiful different colors different shapes sizes and it was a bright day so when i started that because if you are on the surface of the sea there will be lot of waves so you keep on getting buffeted i got fed up i came back i removed i said hey i don't want you on these things so that man said hey man then how will you do it you have spent so much money came over here you don't want to see i said no i'll jump directly he said okay jump and i jumped and then he shouted oh man what are you doing i know swimming and then i went deep maybe about 10 15 feet and when i went there discovered eureka on the surface the waves are buffeting as you go deeper and deeper in the water there are no waves chin matra evacha exactly the same way on the periphery of our personality there is a samsara go deep within yourself you are alone on the surface waves plural in the deep sea you are alone nobody to disturb you and when you abide in that firmly effortlessly the quality of life completely changes when there is no friend there is no enemy 
कबीर जी महाराज वेनिष्ठ से ना काहू से दोस्ती ना काहू से बैर लिविंग इन दैट फ्रीडम इज कॉल्ड एज रियल स्पिरिचुअल लाइफ एंड दिस इज व्हाट इज मेंशन हियर दैट चिन्मात्रात नास्ती अदर देन दिस प्योर कॉन्शियसनेस नथिंग एल्स इज tomorrow we'll conclude the remaining portion om purnamadaha purnamidam purnaat purnamudachate purnasya purnamadaya purnamevavashishyate om shanti 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 harihi om sri gurubhyo namaha harihi om